Welcome. My name is Kate Pinalto, and welcome to another episode of Sideline Stories. I'm here with Chris Norton. Chris, good to have you. Thank you for having me, Kate. Yeah, thanks. So, Chris, uh, you have an amazing story, so we're kind of going to get kind of going right into it. But first, um, why don't we start by getting to know you a little bit. So let's tell us uh, where do you reside, uh, what sport and position did you play, um, and then what do you do now? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, born and raised, and then I went to Luther College, played football. I was a free safety for the football team, and then uh, I'm living now in Fort St. Lucie, Florida. It's in South Florida on the East Coast, north of West Palm Beach. Nice. And, and what do you do uh, for your like profession and career? What do you do? Yeah, for a profession, I'm a motivational speaker and author. And so I have the, the privilege to travel the country, share uh, motivational messages of how people can overcome adversity and how I've been able to hope, overcome mine and how they can too. And I also have a, a book out called The Power of Faith, When Tragedy Strikes. And we're working on uh, the second book with my wife and my now. That's awesome. So, so Chris, you suffered a life-altering uh, spinal cord injury in college. Tell, tell us your story. What happened? Yeah, so I was running down to uh, make a tackle for the kickoff. I'm just an 18-year-old kid. Uh, everything was going according to plan. And I mistimed my jump just by a split second. Instead of getting my head in front of the ball carrier, my head collides right with his legs. In the instant, I lose all feeling and movement from my neck down. You know, I was, I was stunned. I, I had no idea what was happening at the time. Uh, eventually, they fly me out to Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. I have surgery, and I was told I had a 3% chance to ever regain any feeling or movement back below the neck. And after that, I did whatever I could to try to get my movement back and try to get my life back. I was, I was scared. I had no idea what my future held. And up to this point, you know, football and sports and competing was everything to me. So in the blink of an eye, to have it all taken away was really hard. But I knew that uh, you know, my future is going to take care of itself, and I take care of today. And I just focus each and every day just to get a little bit better. Uh, eventually, I was able to walk across the stage of my college graduation four and a half years later uh, with the help of my fiance, which uh, that video went viral. It's been viewed over 300 million times across the world. And then my next big goal that I accomplished back in April of 20, uh, 2018 was I walked with Emily, uh, my wife now, side by side, seven yards down the aisle. And that was an amazing moment, which was in People Magazine. I got to go on Good Morning America, a couple other national shows. And uh, my life now is just dedicated to inspiring people and helping people. Hmm. Well, that's, that's so amazing. It's so inspiring. Um, I mean, I can't even imagine. And a lot of athletes who are sidelined, um, there's a scale of, of how traumatic their injury is. And obviously, your injury was on that very, very traumatic scale. Um, and it's so inspiring to see how um, even – in that diversity, you didn't let that uh, take you down. You know, you use that athletic mindset still um, to kind of persevere and to, to do those uh, amazing things and inspire others. So we'll get into that later in the interview, but just really wanted to say that that is incredible. Um, yeah. So you talk about how um, obviously a lot changed in your life because you went from being able to walk and run and play football to um, having a really hard time and being physically unable really um, to, to move from the waist down. Right. And so, um, I know that was really hard for you, but how did you process specifically 
um, the loss of being a football player and that identity loss um, that comes with that. Yeah, it was really hard to come to grips with not being an athlete anymore. I, I pride myself on my physical ability. and That's all I've ever trained for and wanted was to compete at the highest level possible. And so for it to be taken away was really hard to cope with at first. And, you know, my injury was so traumatic. It was so life-altering. You know, at first I thought, you know what, I think I can do away with sports if I can just walk, if I can just have some sort of ability to move. Um, I'm just also just scared for my life. And after, you know, going through this process, it was hard to watch football. It was hard to watch basketball. It was hard to watch anybody physically compete because I had so much joy in doing that. And so something that I really had to learn was just focus on what I can do and what's possible and uh, the progress I've made. And that kind of helped shape my attitude and my positivity and try to concentrate on things other than my physical ability. And really I learned that true strength comes from your spirit. It comes from your attitude and not necessarily your physical ability and a perspective that, you know, I would have never had if it wasn't for my spinal cord injury. Hmm. So I'm curious, at what point did you feel like you were able to kind of accept your limitations and move forward? It sounds like you were really able um, to, to take those limitations and, and, like you said, kind of use them to do what you can. Um, but I'm wondering, kind of how, what, what point did that come about? How long did that take? And what, can you talk about that process? Yeah, so I know something for me that really helped me was just focusing on the good, and I'd call it collecting the evidence. And so I really tried to just collect the evidence uh, of the things that I can do and the progress I've made really focus on that versus what I can't do and mm. uh, focusing on the problems and because I can focus on that evidence it really just uh, shapes the, the life that I want to live uh, but that process was uh, it took many years and it took me realizing that people value me for who I am and what I'm offering what I'm giving and the positivity then they didn't care so much about my physical ability, I didn't care about my past um, athletic accomplishments. That wasn't what was important to them, although it was important to me all the way through my first, two, first 18 years of life. So I started to pick up that, you know, that maybe it's not as important as I really thought it was. Maybe there's other things that are really, truly important. And so when I started to, I started my own nonprofit and I started to give back, I started motivational speaking, and those things gave me more fulfillment purpose than any touchdown or any tackle I ever made and so I, I realized that there's so much more to life than sports or so much more to life than your physical ability and that really what's important is your attitude it's not it's not being defined by your circumstance or your adversity it's about moving forward uh, no matter the odds and when you can choose to move forward and continue to stand up no matter what um, you're going to realize that no matter what's happened to you you can still move forward and have a great life and so that's something that I've always encouraged people that um, just keep moving forward, just do whatever you can each and every day. Life and physical ability. I get my happiness from my wife, uh, I foster kids, uh, from my motivational speaking, my foundation, books, and whatever it is, those things build me up so much more than any sports accomplishment. Hmm. That's really amazing. I know um, 
you know, being an athlete, I know your so much of your identity was in being a football player. Um, and I know that it must have been really hard as it is for all of us to, to lose that identity. Um, but it's really cool to hear how you were able to take that that identity loss and to kind of transform your identity into something a little more solid and more concrete um, as to who you are. That's not going to change. Um, so I think that's really encouraging. So uh, my question for you next is, how has your injury changed you as an individual? I would say my injuries helped me become more patient. I have to be patient. It's just uh, there's a lot of things that you know, I still can't do on my own. So just being patient to let things happen or not happen. Um, it's also taught me, uh, not taught me, but what hasn't changed is um, just my, sorry, the question was uh, what hasn't changed or what has changed? Forget. Yeah, like how has your injury changed you just as a person? Well, how has it changed? Yeah. yeah. So it's changed me. My injury has changed me um, from being more appreciative of life. I have more gratitude. I used to never appreciate little things like feeding myself or scratching an itch on my face and to just um, be with my friends or be with my family. Uh, those are little things that I over, always overlooked. Mm-hmm. And now I, I really appreciate the little things in life because I've had it all taken away. I know what it's like to not be where you want to be. I, I know what it's like to just be trapped in a hospital bed, not be able to move anything below my neck. And so having that perspective now, that just makes me so much more appreciative of all the little things in life. Mm. And so I value my relationships now a lot more. I value um, giving back and helping others when they're low because I know how much it meant to me when people reach out to me and helps me through my tough times so I want to do the same for other people and so there's so many things that it really it taught me and opened my eyes um, but really it really set the path and my new path in life and I'm, I'm actually really appreciative of where I'm at now. Hmm. Yeah I think that's a pattern that's so common um, among sidelined athletes I think in the moment especially uh, early on in the stage of being sidelined, it's hard to, to see that or to recognize it or even to see where that might go. Um, but looking back, it's really cool to see how um, our injuries and our uh, sideline diagnoses can kind of lead us um, to, to find new parts of ourself um, and to kind of, it can grow us. And so as much as it's a, a devastating thing, um, I think there's something there that um, these life experiences uh, that you're going to go through that are really hard are also going to stretch you and grow you for the better. And so I think that's, that's really interesting. Oh, it's very evident in your story. Definitely. I'd say oh. that, you know, my injury and my adversity is a source of my greatest blessings in life. It started, you know, the relationship with my wife, with my foundation, uh, speaking, uh, all these little things have come from my adversity and to now, I used to think, too, before October 16, 2010, you know, I thought I gave my all and everything I did, but I mean, actually, I, I had no idea what I had to give until it was all taken away from me. And so now my injury is allowing me to fulfill the potential in me. I had no idea existed. And I'm no longer making tackles for my football team, but I'm making a different kind of impact. Mm-hmm. I'm able to uh, change lives. And that's much more i'm just really grateful hmm that's really powerful. that's awesome 
So, Chris, uh, we talked a lot about how uh, our, our injury has kind of changed you, uh, even for the better. But I'm wondering if there are any ways in which you think that uh, you are the same person as you were uh, before you got injured. So what things do you still see in yourself um, that your injury hasn't been able to take from you? I'd say my, my positivity, my optimism. You know, I was always trying to uh, see the good in life and, and just believe in myself. I'd say that. And also just, you know, just kind of like grit and hard work and determination that I use for sports. Mm-hmm. And that sports really taught me a lot about how to work hard and what that looks like and working as a team and pushing through the pain and adversity, uh, pushing out of your comfort zone and knowing like that's where progress and gains really come from. And so I had to apply the same lessons with my physical therapy. It's a different setting, uh, different kind of workouts and everything, but I'm still applying this same traits I learned in sports uh, in my rehab and, and today because it's so valuable and what you can learn from sports and even if you're not playing that sport anymore, you can still use that in all aspects of your life, just you know, making a goal, going for it, working as hard as you can each and every day, taking the most of every opportunity. I mean, those are all things that you need for sports, uh, but also in life. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the, identi- the uh, athletic mindset and the athletic identity um, does kind of start building um, in that core identity of who you are. Uh, those traits are going to carry you on. And so in your case, you know, going to physical therapy or rehab um, and maybe some other kids' cases, it's just moving forward mentally and emotionally. I think it's really amazing how, um, especially as athletes, and this is other areas of life too, but specifically as athletes, the things that you're trained to do to use, you know, grit and aggression and determination um, can all propel you to, you can use those traits even after you've been sidelined. I think that's really something important to touch on. So knowing what you know back, uh, knowing what you know now, if you could look back and tell yourself, um, Chris, on day one of being, you know, after your injury, what would you tell yourself? What would be some advice that you would uh, look back and give yourself as uh, a sidelined athlete? You know, that's tough because in my state of mind at that point, you know, there wouldn't probably be much that I could really convince myself. Uh, Otherwise, because I was so determined that I'm going to walk, that I'm going to beat this, I'm going to recover. I don't care what the doctors have to say. I was pretty stubborn, that mindset. And I would I would try telling myself that, you know what, you really don't need to walk to be happy. You don't actually need your old life back. And that actually God has a better plan for you than the plan you had for yourself and to just let go of the past and let go of what used to be and concentrate on what's to come and what you can be. Um, so those would probably be some things I'd try convincing myself that you don't need that life anymore. You can live a new life, an even better life, if you choose to just move forward. And thankfully, you know, it took me a while to realize that not everything derives from your physical ability or being an athlete, that there's so much more that you can offer and give and you can feel so much more happier that way. Um, but I had no idea at the time that I could feel that way. Sure. And I think that's something that uh, all athletes who are sidelined have to learn from experience, but it really is important that, uh, you know, as you're tackling, uh, tackling, tackling that next challenge, yeah. uh, you know, 
one by one, one by one. And I think so often we can just think about big picture things. And I think it's important to kind of focus on those little pictures of moving forward in a positive light um, day by day, minute by minute. And it's going to be hard, you know, and there's going to be, as you know, lots of days that don't go well, lots of uh, minutes and hours and tears and, and nights where you're just, you're losing sleep over your, uh, you know, your emotions. Or it's just too much to handle sometimes it feels like. Um, but I think it's really important that, you know, there is a lot to move forward and there's a bigger picture, but sometimes it helps to focus on those little things. Um, and forward. And so I, I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. It's easy to get caught up in the big picture and like long-term and it can be overwhelming when you focus too far in the future. But once again, if you can just take care of today, uh, like you said, take, take care of each minute, each second that you have this day. The future will take care of itself. So just focus in on what you can do today. But yeah, there will be days where it's gonna be hard. You're gonna to want to quit. You're gonna question why is this happening? Is it worth it to keep going? But I think you are a testament to this, and I think a lot of other people that if you choose to keep moving forward, if you choose to push past that pain, that frustrations, life can be great. Life can be really good, but you just gotta to continue to move forward even when it's hard. Hmm. Well, Chris, your story is so inspirational and so powerful. And so I just want to thank you again for coming in today and talking with us. Uh, I think uh, I myself and I know our listeners have been able to take a lot out of this. Um, and again, your story is just so amazing. So kudos to you. Um, thank you for being an inspiration to sideline athletes like myself and people all around the nation um, just to keep pushing forward and moving forward and to kind of ta- tackle those challenges to make that shift. Um, and to be able to really just move forward even in the face of adversity. So thank you again, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Kate, for having me, and thank you for being such an inspiration. Thank you. It means a lot, Chris. All right, Chris, thank you very much. This has been an episode of Sideline Stories with Chris Norton. Thank you.